Welcome to Bethel Ministries Today with Dr. Dwight A. Hunt. At Bethel Ministries, we are growing from a great past to a greater future, fortifying our foundations, family, unity, and holiness. For more information about Bethel Ministries, please visit www.bethelcogic12601.org. Now let's join Dr. Hunt for today's word. To God be the glory. Thank God for this day. We're going to the word of God. Talk to you today about the nature of our family. Who we are. It's very important to know who we are. Jude you don't know where Jude is. We are moving into the year 2013. We know that we are looking to fortify our foundations through deliverance. I wanted to talk to you today, start here in Jude. Jude is a very particular book in the Bible does not have any chapters but it is a very short powerful letter Jude when he began this letter his original intentions were to write a general letter concerning salvation. And the salvation that believers, that Christians share. But he modified and narrowed his concern to urge the believer to contend for the faith. When he used the word salvation and faith, he was referring to the same Christian message. But the different words that he said to the church in writing it is earnestly contend for the faith. Salvation is the great future hope. We have this hope for Christ's return, but we cannot see him except it be through salvation. And this hope was being undetermined by those 
who did not share it. So he said, we got to contend for the faith. This was being eroded by those who denied that it was given to the church once and for all. They wanted to change the doctrine to suit what they wanted to do. They thought that Christian freedom meant license to do whatever they wanted to do. And today we seem to be more concerned than ever with identity. And as believers, we have a particular interest in identity because the most important thing about us are invisible to the natural eye. Christians have understood themselves by different measures than the world around us. We're tempted to define ourselves by the world's standards. So what do we do? We hold up the word of God as a mirror to tell us things about ourselves that we wouldn't see otherwise. So in this situation, Jude was writing uh, to the church concerning men, uh, evil men, were encouraging Christians to define themselves by the world. And the letter begins by re- reminding us who we are, or better yet, whose we are. The first clue he gives as to identity is talk about he said of himself Jude I am a slave in other words the servant of Jesus Christ the brother of James to them that are sanctified by God the father and preserved in Jesus Christ and called mercy unto you and peace and love be multiplied Beloved, when I gave all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that ye should earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. For there are certain men crept in unaware who before of old ordained to this condemnation. Ungodly men, turning the grace of our God into lasciviousness, into denying the only Lord God in our Lord Jesus Christ. I will therefore put you in remembrance. Though you once knew this, how that the Lord, having saved the people out of the land of Egypt, afterwards destroyed them that believed not. The angels which kept uh, not their first estate, but left their own habitation, 
how he has reserved in everlasting chains under the under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. So Jude. The Greek his name means the same as Judas. It's a common name. Some have thought it was the apostle Judas. But it wasn't. Here in the verse 17, if you go further, it refers to the apostles as in the past. Another group that seems separate from the writer. But then it goes on to describe him as the brother of James. One Jude in the New Testament here was the brother brother called James, the half brothers of Jesus, James and Jude. And I want just to deal with you today to see if you know who you are. We have preached organization and denomination. We have preached religion and tradition, rules and regulations. We have preached God's blessings and plans and eight steps to a breakthrough. Some of you have heard messages such as seven keys to a miracle. But my concern today is Do you know who you are? You know who you belong to. Do you have a grasp on the nature of your family? I love my church. I believe the doctrines and the teaching of the church that I'm a part of. I believe in the godly traditions and practices of this church. But we must never forget that the head of the church is a living person. Jesus Christ, Son of God. It's not religion or tradition or doctrine that save the lost or heal the sick. Sets the captives free. It's the living savior. The, he, he is the savior. He is the healer. He is the deliverer. He is the baptizer in the mighty Holy Ghost and power. We got to remember who Jesus is so that we can remember who we are and so that we can know What is the nature of our family? But see, there is another thing that has crept into the church. Goes by the name of mental illness. Mental health. The definition of health is a state of complete physical Mental or social well-being. Not being absent from 
or of disease. So your mind, oh, I don't want to go into that today, has a lot to do with your awareness. When we talk about deliverance, we talk about being free from demonic activity. Here Jude says, earnestly contend for the faith. He says, even as Sodom and Gomorrah, even the cities about them in like manner, giving themselves over to fornication, going after strange flesh. So when we have these issues, the presence of mental illness, the presence of those who are not delivered, I'm trying to talk to you in here today. Do you understand how God trains us through hand-to-hand combat with the enemy? And that deliverance is often referred to as ground level warfare. The apostolic churches uh, became uh, liberated. God, understand that God used, and I'm not talking about a denomination. I'm talking about those who preach Christ. That boot camp. Y'all stay with me if you can. Basic ground level warfare. What Jude was dealing with here is that when you're dealing with deliverance, when you're dealing with these things such as fornication and strange flesh, are set forth for an example. Ah, the Bible says... Uh, suffering the variance of eternal life. Likewise, also, these filthy dreamers defile the flesh, despise dominion, and speak evil of dignities. Oh, it's kind of tight in here now. So here Jude is dealing with this, although he had a crowd here what he was experiencing because he was writing from experience he says that these men crept in unaware crept in unaware crept in in other words there was no discernment in the church to see not only the need for deliverance, but also to see the mental issues. You know that, 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 that if one in every three people have experienced an episode, don't look around. But that means the one on one side of you and someone else on the other side of you, including yourself. One of you three. Have had an episode. 
five of the ten leading causes of disability in the world are mental conditions. And these five conditions are listed as men or major depression, schizophrenia, bipolar disorders, alcohol and substance abuse, and obsessive compulsive disorders. And you want to know why the church is in the condition it is in. And you just look over to the left side of Poughkeepsie and see that they closed the state hospital many moons ago. So now your shopping centers and your churches and your schools have an unusual amount of mental issues. Folks who have birthed other cases. Oh, y'all don't hear. So here Jude is saying, not about church, but it's about the common salvation. Of earnestly contending for the faith which was once delivered unto you. Once delivered unto your forefathers, unto your, the founding fathers, unto those who went on before you. And we have gotten away because we have allowed mental illness and other things and the likes as such. People say they would come to church. We would see Jesus, but we see you. We would see Jesus. We would, we would, we would get a breakthrough. But I can't get through you to get to Jesus. Because you're having an episode, I got to be delayed on my delivery. And I got to be delayed on my healing. I got to be delayed because you're having an episode. Your episode is causing a roadblock. <sighs> it's amazing how many people want prosperity, but they don't want Jesus. It's amazing how many people want healing, but they don't want Jesus. It's amazing how many people want power, but they don't want Jesus. It's amazing how many people want joy and peace, but they don't want Jesus. And what Jude was saying here is we've got to earnestly contend. In other words, I can't go because I can't change and I can't change my delivery because I got to satisfy your tantrum of your episode of you wanting something else. But I got to give you Jesus. In other words, earnestly contend. Can't help it if you're manic. Can't help it if you're bipolar. You need deliverance. Because you're having an episode and saying, Preacher, what about me? 
wish I could talk to you in here. Why was Jude not interested in his own family? He was more concerned with the reverence of Jesus. He was more concerned with what was going on in the church at that particular time. Oh, it's a mess. It says here that despise dominion and speak evil of dignitaries. You've seen a day today where people will just talk about their leaders like they have no respect for God at all. Talk about those who are leading, those who are, and I'm not just talking about in the church, but it is worldwide. Just speak any kind of way. Just handle you any kind of way. We got to get back to where there is reverence in the house of God. We can't allow these manic depressive, these major depressions, these schizophrenia, this bipolar disorders, these, these, these obsessive compulsive disorders to rule and reign and control in the church. You got to check yourself from the neck up. Bible said, let your moderation be known unto all men that the Lord is at. The Lord can't be at hand until you get delivered. It's in the church. <sighs> kind of tight in here now, see. Do you understand what we're dealing with? That, that, that there is something in the communities today. There's something in those Individuals today who are crying out for help, looking for deliverance. And the Lord is telling us that it is hand-to-hand combat. It is boot camp. It is to train the infantry, the army, to invade and drive out the enemy. Because you're out of position here. Not talking about being in position in this. Because you can dress up and still be sick. (sighs) Yes. The Bible says, yet Michael, the archangel, when contending with the devil, he disputed about the body of Moses. Does not bring against him riling and accusations, but said the Lord rebuked. I'm not going to talk about nobody. I'm just going to rebuke the enemy. I'm not going to get down on you and talk about your what. No, no. I'm going to rebuke the enemy. And before I can rebuke the enemy, I got to know who I am and who's dwelling in me so that I can do it in the spirit and in the power of Jesus Christ. Not in my title, not in my position, not in my, oh my God, not in my bloodline, but the blood of Jesus rebuke you who we are 
the nature of our family. So there is ownership. Fundamental, the undisputed fact about Jude is that he knew himself to be a servant of Christ. Jude, as he, he acknowledged Christ as Lord, he knew he had been brought with a price. And Jesus had died on the cross for his sins and that he had found a new life by believing and trusting in him. Hmm. There's a great work that needs to be done. But you got to pray in the spirit. He said here, Jude, he said, in your most holy faith, I wonder how many of you can really pray and pray through. How many of you can really get a word into the Lord? How many really can go to the throne room without being distracted? Without having a mental lapse? One in every three, that's a lot. Oh boy, don't, 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 don't do it. Don't look at nobody. You need to look at yourself. Kind of tight in here. We deal with addiction. Deal with bondage. Deal with things that are causing you saying that I I just can't. The power of life and death are in your mouth. You got to understand that you are overcomer and greater that is he that is within you than he that is within the world. Jude here specifically addresses the issues of identity by referring to us. The church is not identified precisely yet. He is specific about the church, a group of Christians that He knew well the called. See, we get that word twisted. The called. When he says the called, he means the ecclesia. Those who are called out. Those who are supposed to be separate. Those who are supposed to be holy. Those who are supposed to be sanctified. Those who are supposed to be different, peculiar, a royal priesthood. He did not say called meaning minister, called meaning missionary, called meaning title, but he means called out. A holy nation. (sighs) Kind of tight. So what is the nature of the calling? What are we called? A lot of y'all know what you're called. As soon as you get in an argument, you know what you're called. Especially if the folk ain't saved. Baby mama, baby's father, don't know you. 
folk you work with, soon as you get on their nerve, kind of quiet in here now. This calling is not according to our uh, meritous works, but according to God's own purpose and grace before time, before you were born, there was a calling. Yes. Before you became, there was a calling, but it was calling to his purpose. And his grace, because of sometimes we have these mental illnesses, we think we're something when God says we're something else. Church has a lot of things out of position. Kind of tight in here. I mean, I, listen, I don't have no cakes. Y'all dancing, y'all, y'all, got, y'all got your little... Earlier, we have been called with a holy calling who saved us, Timothy, Second Timothy 1 and 9, who saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given in Christ Jesus before times eternal. So Israel was called by God to be his people. I, Jehovah, have called thee in righteousness and will hold thy hand and will keep thee and give thee for a covenant for the people, for the light of the Gentiles. Oh, I want to get cut loose here. Can I preach this thing like I want to? Here, Jude, what he was dealing with, said, Woe unto them, for they have gone in the way of Cain and ran greedily after the error of Balak for reward and perished in the gainsaying of Kor. They are spots. God's angry. When I read this here, talked about deliverance, we don't need no whole bunch of jumping and shouting. We need deliverance. We don't need no be somebody up here moaning and groaning. You need deliverance. We need some power back in the church. People are dying, needing to be healed in the church is out of position because we have run out, ran after the wrong things. Oh, wish I could talk to you in here. We've gotten the application wrong. You understand? We are supposed to be healers, deliverers. We're supposed to be those miracle workers. He said, greater works shall ye do. And we can't do the greater works because people can't see Jesus without seeing us. And they just see us. They don't see Jesus. Jude was saying, what earnestly contend for the faith? Because there's a great falling away. 
is an apostasy. There, there, is a, there, there is a state of mind today that they don't really need Jesus. No, no, give me money. Give me title. Give me position. Give me a place in the give me a place in the church. No, you need to get somewhere, sit down, and get delivered. See, there is a problem in the church when people can't take the word. What Jude was saying, you can earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered. In other words, they sat under the word until they were delivered. But now if you preach on me, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. But how can you be filtered out? Now we are clean through the word which you have spoken unto me. Who are you? What is the nature of your family? What do you mean? But the Bible said you are of your father. When you're not living right, you're of your father. When you're not obedient, you're of your father. When you're not following God's word, you're of your father. When you're not living the whole truth and nothing but the truth, you are of your father. What do you mean? You got to live it inside and outside. You got to live it in the church and in the home. You got to live it on the street and in the, or, or at your job. Deliverance shows. By how you walk and talk and handle each other. The Bible says here that evil men have crept in unawares. That's what because they have gotten so uh, uh, drunk off of emotionalism that there is no awareness in the church to see that people are out of position and not where they're supposed to be. They're not totally delivered. Just because you can talk does not mean you're delivered. Just because you can walk does not mean you're delivered. Babies know how to talk and walk, but that means they still need teaching and training until they become of age. I'm tired of this instant presto change old church. It is not an instant presto change old church. You need to sit down until you get a bottom on you and be totally delivered. What do you mean? You went up the ladder quick. No, I did not. Go up nowhere quick. There's a many times I sat in them elders' chairs over there and sat on that front bench and said, I wish I was preaching, but the Lord whipped me because of my mental, because he said, you need to be humble. You may not be saying in words, but in your spirit is not humble. You can't sit and listen to the man of God. You want the mic. You want the opportunity. You want to get up and be in charge. Sit down. I don't care if you're the pastor's son. I don't care if you're the bishop's son. I don't care if you're the evangelist's son. Sit down until you get a bottom on you. Because if we turn the church into your hands, it will go down the drain. (laughs) I knew where I was at, but I did not know who I was. There are different levels of deliverance. Ah, I wish I could talk to you in here today. 
Some of y'all may get mad to fight. That's why you need to be delivered. Some of y'all may look at me like I'm crazy. That's why you need to be delivered. Some of y'all may get up and walk out. That's why you need to get delivered. Too much is given, much is required. We're tired of powerless churches. We're tired of powerless people. We're tired of people with nothing in their mouth to give to God's people. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, you need humility. There is no deliverance without humility. I could preach about that man over there and he don't care. He knew he was out of line last Sunday. I gave him the word and what did he say? You know how to give somebody gut punches. But keep punching me in my gut. But how many of you are humble to say, Lord, find me. Lord, search me. Lord, do what you have to do. Oh, no. You look at the preacher. He a man like me. In other words, Jews say they speak evil of dignities. Don't want to take the. I'm not pushing myself. I'm pushing Jesus Christ. For he said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw men. How can you lead if you cannot follow? Yes. The lost and dying world out there that need Jesus. Lost and dying world out there that need deliverance. And the Bible said, if judgment starts in the house of God. What do you think you're going to get when you come to church? You ain't going to get no tip, tip toes and, and oh, jump me, preacher. This, do this. No, no, you need to be found. That's what the word means. Search me, Lord. Oh. I don't want to be a spot. Say he's searching for a church without spot or wrinkle. And here Judas talking about you have become spots. Y'all sit down here before we get crazy. Feeding yourself with fear. Without fear, without fear. Clouds they are without water. Just dried up. Ain't got nothing. Cannot pour into nobody. You can't rain on nobody unless God is able to rain on you. Yes. Yes. Preach, Bishop. You can't rain. Unless God is able to dispense in you what he wants to dispense in the people. But when you're moving around all out of position. You know how you tell your children, sit down. That's what God is telling us. Sit down. So busy in the church. So busy in your spirit. So uh, trying to get ahead of your brother. 
can you get, how can you have a mind to get ahead of your brother and help your brother? If you see your brother overtaken in a fault, ye who are spiritual, restore such a one. But you got to be in position to restore. I got to get out of here. Y'all know you're ready to go home. Yes. Yes. Strange flesh. We got strange flesh and strange fire. Thank you for joining us for today's message. We pray that it blessed you and truly spoke to your situation. For more information about Bethel Ministries, please visit us at www.bethelcogic12601.org. Be encouraged and God bless.